Hey there, friends, and welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. And today we're going to talk about content planning, and we have to stop overthinking what we say and where we're saying it. <laughs> it is sucking up so much time for so many retailers. I want to just tackle it head on for you today. I'm going to give you five steps to help you ease your content planning. And this is actually content planning or content month inside my retailers inner circle. We have a full masterclass inside the inner circle. So those inner circle members listening that will be coming your way soon as we jump into November. But I really want to help you understand that it does not have to be that complicated. Just like I say about retail all the time, it doesn't have to be that complicated. And I have retailers regularly who tell me they're just sitting and staring at the screen. They don't know what to put. And they also tell me that it takes too much time. And we're going to talk about that today. So let's jump in, grab your coffee, start unpacking boxes, whatever you're doing while you're listening to us. I get all kinds of fun feedback on what you do while you listen to the podcast. So grab a pen today. You're going to want some notes with the five easy, promise you, easy steps to getting your content under control. Let's go. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Okay, first of all, thanks for being here. And it's my birthday today. Isn't that exciting? So, well, it's exciting for me, maybe because, you know, every time we have a birthday is better, right? So I want to talk to you about simplifying our content. And the reason that this is important to us right now is because we do not have time. We are running into this crazy, busy, silly season, and we should be excited and we should be doing what we do best. And that is serving our clients and managing our teams and, you know, keeping the shop and making our money, right? That's what we do during fourth quarter. So sitting in front of a computer, staring at a screen, putting content out for the sake of putting content out is just kind of crazy, in my opinion. So I want to tell you a story about a retailer that came to me recently in an overwhelmed state. It's one of my members of my mastermind group, my level up mastermind group. And we had our we have quarterly calls, uh, one on one calls for our members. And she said, I'm just stuck. I don't know what to put. Um, her exact words were, it takes too much time. It's a time suck. I don't know what to post. I'm staring at a screen. I'm avoiding sending emails. And it just went on and on. And today we're going to unstuck you. That doesn't make sense. Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. So by the end of my session with my retailer, we were completely, she was completely unstuck and had an entire page of ideas and content. So I'm hoping that for you as well too. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, inside my retailers inner circle this month, I have an entire masterclass on what to post. But right now we're going to talk about um, how to make it easier. And I'm hoping this is going to, I know this is going to help you. So here's some questions to ask yourself. And it all starts with, 
the first question being, what is the goal? Why are you even like, what, it, what is the, con- why, why, why are you putting content out? <laughs> what is the point? And what even is content, right? So let's talk about that. The goal for most people, for most of the retailers I work with is foot traffic through the door, right? So we know um, from past episodes, you may have listened to episode number um, 25, we talk about marketing, I also have my foot traffic made a simple uh, workshop that you may have taken. And I talk about the framework of, you know, how to get new people and we do an attract strategy and there's, you know, engaging and nurturing and serving and all of the things that we have to do on a consistent basis. But ultimately, ultimately, We want people to cross the threshold of our door. So I want to start by reminding you that foot traffic through the door of your store is different than traffic on our e-commerce website. So you all know I'm not an e-commerce expert. We're going to talk about, we're going to be focusing on foot traffic. We did a wonderful podcast the other day with Susan Bradley. You can go back and listen to that if we want to talk about traffic to your website, but traffic through the door, human beings walking through our brick and mortar door. There's so many, you know, there's so many ways to do that. There's attract strategies, as we've talked about before, and how to get our store in front of new people. But generally, content that we're putting out there, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're doing, emails, all of those, those things, we call that nurture strategy. And the ultimate reason for that (laughs) is so that we're humanizing our brand, so that we're sharing our values with people, so that they listen, you know, so that they know what we're all about, so that we're top of mind. Those are the reasons we want to put content out there. So content in the form that I'm talking about today, what is the goal? The goal is to get customers across the threshold of our door so we can make sales and we want to make sure the right people come through and we want to make sure that they come through happy and excited to be in our shop. So the content part of content creation right now for this purpose, for the purpose of this, what I'm talking about today, it's not about vanity metrics. It's not about how many people watched my Facebook live. It's not about how many people are on my list. It's not about that. It's about putting out content that resonates with them. That's not just buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. So the content I'm talking about is about warming up our clients, staying top of mind. So what is the goal? What is your goal for even doing the things that you're thinking that you need to do? (laughs) Whether it's Facebook and Instagram and all of the things. So I want you to think about that. We want to nurture our clients. That is the reason for content most of the time. The reason I do this podcast is so that people can understand my values and how I teach and what I'm doing. (laughs) So I'm nurturing you. This is kind of meta, right? But for brick and mortar retailers, we get bombarded with all of the should that we do. We should be doing all of these things. We should be here. We should be doing that. I want you to remember that what you should be doing, although you know I don't like to say you should be shooting all over yourself, but what we should be doing is thinking about what is the purpose of the thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna do, the content that I'm about to put out. So I want you to keep that first. That is your first goal. That is the first question. What is my goal? And that is usually sales related. It's usually, you know, we need to make sales. We need to have 
people through the door. <laughs> we need to make our goals. We have to have bums and seats for our workshops. Those types of things are what we should be thinking about when we talk about foot traffic, not looking at all of the noise about all of the other ways, unless you're trying to feed an e-commerce site, sometimes we get bombarded by all of the other things. So we can feed our, um, we, I want you to ask the same question, but you're going to have a different marketing mindset when it comes to e-commerce versus brick and mortar. I'm saying this because some of you are going kind of hog wild, which is fine if you have the bandwidth and the energy and the content, that's great. But we don't have to be everywhere and do everything. We have to figure out how to nurture our clients that are coming through the door that are like the perfect clients that love us and want to buy all our things. So there is your first question. What is the goal? What is my goal? And what am I trying to accomplish by doing this? So that's your first question. The second or first step and to ask yourself, the second question is, where do I want to share? And what do I want to do? And again, we don't have to be everywhere. I've spoken about this before. Um, I think episode number 47, we talked about it episode 25 during our marketing. You know, I talk about all of the different platforms and the places that we can be. However, we don't have to be everywhere as I want you to remember that. So pick the platform where you're going to share content that works for you and your clients. So where is that platform? Where are your people hanging out? You've heard me say that before. So I also, a caveat on this one, I want you to ask yourself of these platforms or of these places I feel that I'm going to share, I know I want foot traffic, I want people across the threshold, I want, to, I want them to come in and buy, where are they hanging out? I want you to ask yourself, which of those assets do I own? Which of those assets do I own? Y'all. Facebook has been, the, the, the shutdown of Facebook um, th this past month in October was an eye-opener for a lot of you. It wasn't for me, to be honest. It wasn't a, a few ways, but some of you are really heavily relying on Facebook. And I've been saying, and I've said this to my Retailer Inner Circle members many times, if Facebook was to go away tomorrow where are you building your reputation and your platform? Do I think that you should be on Facebook or could be on Facebook? Yes, it's a great platform, but you do not own your customers on Facebook. Facebook does. Those are Facebook customers, not yours. Think about it that way. Those customers that everybody was really upset that they couldn't reach on that day, and if you're relying on that platform, those customers are Facebook customers, not yours. So we want to just keep that in the back of our mind as we are picking the platform. Do I think again, yes, Facebook is still an awesome platform for us to use in addition to and in conjunction with and in tandem with assets that we own. So what kind of assets do you own? You own your email list. That's your email list. I'm going to talk about email again and again and again, you're going to hear me talk about the importance of email. We own our website. If you have a website that you're hosting your your own website, you own the content, the information that's on there. So you can use those two. So you can provide content on your website in the form of a blog. 
But I want you to remember, you know, where, where are you going to put content? Where are you going to put your energy and your time? Where are you going to reach your customers? So, you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you have to have the bandwidth for whatever it is you're doing. Because I have retailers say, well, I'm going to do email and a blog. And I'm going to go on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm going to do this and this and this and this. And there's so many different platforms we could be on, but I want you to just narrow those down. I do want you to go back to the first question I asked you, and what's the, what's the goal? And I want you to broaden your content um, planning just a little tiny bit. And I want you to make sure that you're really thinking about when somebody finds you, so you've already attracted them, and we've talked about attract strategies in different podcast episodes, but attract strategies, okay, we've got a new client. This content I'm talking about today is about nurturing them. So they found you, they've been engaged by you, they're scrolling through what, or they're looking through what, and they're following you where, like, think about that. They're seeing you where. So some places that we can invest our energy are not like having a really good website, in my opinion, is really uh, important. It, one page is fine. It just has to be really good and um, informative and, and your vibe and, you know, what you're all about. Um, having your email list, having some way for me to sign up for your email list, again, I think is super important. But I want you to broaden the other places that you can um, nurture people. So where can you be a, like a regular? Maybe you have a regular post or a regular content on um, a local magazine, a local newsletter type thing or something. Those are still really popular in some places where can, maybe you're making regular local appearances on TV. I know you don't own those, but those are places that content might really help you, um, keep nurturing people. So just different, just think a little bit outside of your normal social media, uh, platforms. I also want to do a little shout out and give you an example of retailers who aren't even on Facebook. So I'm seeing this a little bit more and more, mostly outside of North America, to be honest, but not solely. I'm seeing a lot of people say, just not interested in Facebook anymore. And maybe, you know, you have to know your clients, if that's fine with your clients, and you're not nurturing them. Um, they're just sort of not as engaged, maybe on Facebook and other parts of the world, especially and I know we have retailers listening all over the world. So hey, y'all. And I just wanted to shout out to um, an inner circle retailer inner circle member, um, Millie Blackwell, she does not have Facebook. So when she joined my retailers inner circle, part of our inner circle is conducted on Facebook, it made me realize, well, now, you know, I to make sure that I know all our library and our content and our master classes are all in a website format or over on the website. But we do share a lot on Facebook. So I'm thinking through and she's made me think through different ways of sharing information that's over there. But she doesn't have Facebook, but she has an amazing website, like I couldn't stop I can't stop reading her her website and her and if you want to see what I'm talking about, she created a great experience. She shares content in the form of blogs. She has a beautiful Instagram page, but no Facebook. So you can find her at Mrs. Blackwell's Village Bookshop if you want to go check that out and you want to see what it's like to not even have Facebook. It's kind of it's kind of exciting. And hey, shout out Millie. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're in the inner circle. And I just want to just give you that thought. So where do you want to share content? 
You're the boss of you. You know your clients. Where is it easy for you to be? The third part is, and this is where we're going to end overwhelm. So we know what we want. We know we need the, you know, the goal is to get foot traffic. We know where we want to hang out or where we're going to put our attention to. This is the the third part here is where my client had a huge aha moment. And she was like, oh, I see. (laughs) This is where the sort of the magic happened. Um, When I asked her to pull out her promotional calendar. So that sounds like overwhelming to some of you. I don't have a promotional calendar. I don't even know what that means. So we talk a lot about promotional calendars. Let's simplify it. Let's simplify promotional calendars. Really what it is, is your weekly sales plans. It's the things that are happening. It's the things that you need to do to plan out your, you know, your workshops, your events, maybe, you know, what new sets you're launching, your new window displays, maybe you're putting a new product launch, Um, holidays, things that are happening in the hood, like if there's football season, or if it's, you know, the changing of fall, what is happening on your promotional calendar. So pull out a calendar, look at what you need to work through or what's happening. Um, What do you want to promote? What's happening during those weeks? A promotional calendar is not meant to be like, overwhelming. And that's how we do promotional calendars, we set our revenue goals for the week, based on categories, if you want to push your workshops, or you want to, you know, really, whatever it is you're selling, we all have, uh, hopefully have weekly sales goals. So if we know that we're really pushing this, or, you know, we're really promoting that, I hate say pushing, let's say promoting this and that and the other thing, it's really easy when you look at your promotional calendar and what's happening when, and you can say, you know, oh, our back to school set starts here, or our Black Friday sale is next week. So we want to make sure that we start talking about it this week. Like this is not rocket science for us, my friends, get your calendar out, look at your promotional calendar. And again, I hope you have one. This will help your overwhelm. This is right here. This is the big one. (laughs) This is going to help you. It's I promise you understanding that you have to have a promotional calendar and know what's happening when this is also really good for your team. Everybody will know what's happening in the shop. I regularly recommend having your promotional calendar in the back room. So everybody knows that this is what we're promoting this week. You can even incentivize or gamify or whatever you need to do. But if you have weekly sales goals and you know what's happening and you have plans in place, even just a couple of weeks out, this is going to help you from being so reactive instead of proactive with your content, with your what you're talking about in your shop, with planning, everything. It's just so much easier just to put it on paper. I have retailers now working through into January and this is November 1st. So, you know, with their calendars, they have an idea, they know what's coming up, they have events planning. So it just takes the burden off of you again, just on that hamster wheel of content creation. It's just easy. It's so much easier. Okay, let's move through. I know we're we're going to be a little bit longer on this podcast. Sorry, friends. But let's go through number four. How often should I post? or show up. So let's talk about that as well, too. So consistency is king. Let's think about what that means. So whether that means you're sending out one email or whatever your chosen platform is one email a week, 
or you're going to show up live once a week, or you're going to do a blog post once a week and share it, or you're going to post once a day on your Facebook and social media again, because we know the goal, we know, you know, we know what we're sharing, we know what we need to talk about, or the promotional, you know, the promotional calendar. So it's not as hard when we have all those things done. And we can batch that batch that work. So if you know you're going to post once a day, try to do everything in advance. We've talked about that on previous podcasts about batching and about making things simpler. But just decide when you're going to show up and how often you're going to show up. And that's just going to take that burden off. The decision's already made. We know we're going to post once a day. We know we're going to do or twice a day or five times a day, whatever works for you, my friend. We know we're going to do Uh, so many Instagram posts, and we're going to do a story a day, whatever you decide, stop overthinking, and just do it. Humanize your brand. Just talk to your people. (laughs) Just talk to your people. You don't have to be, you know, overthinking all of this. So consistency is important when it comes to that. For example, let's talk about, uh, I'll give you another example of another retailer doing this really well. Michelle from Anatolia Home and Fashion does a weekly live show on Instagram and shares it over on Facebook. I believe I should have checked, but yes, she does Facebook on Friday or Instagram on on Fridays. She's been doing it since all of the crazy COVID stuff happened. And now I, I don't think she can stop. Everybody's hooked on it. I'm hooked on it. I'm one of her clients. She's a retail inner circle member, but I'm one of her clients as well because I'm hooked on her. I check her Instagram oh, what's Michelle showing today? She shows beautiful outfits. She does an outfit of the week and she shows around the shop and she does all these things. And, you know, people love that. I love it. What are your customers thinking, feeling and doing right now? They're wanting ease and they do they want you to make it easy for them. So Michelle shows up every Friday. Now she's not doing it live. I'm pretty sure it's not. No, it's not live. She pre-records on Thursday night after she closes the shop. She does the the thing. She uploads it to Instagram. And, you know, people are looking for that. If she doesn't do it or forgets to upload it or misses a week, people are asking her. A side note, uh, Michelle told me that she's selling out of everything that she posts. Like, it's just a given now, right? She's created a show. I have that happen with tons of other retailers as well, too, with their Facebook live shows or with their, you know, their weekly posts or their weekly check-in or their email. I have some retailers, you know, they're very consistent on what they share every week on their email and people will actually email and say, hey, where's the, where's the weekly newsletter? I'm missing, you know, is everything okay? It's really amazing when your loyal customers are starting, when they get to that point where they want to do that. So just be consistent. Consistency is, crucial. Consistency is really, really important when it comes to content. Um, Actually, consistency, engaging, uh, being engaging and being interesting. Those are the, the top three things you'll hear over and over again about content. All right, last but definitely not least, we're going to go through this quickly. But what do I share? What type of content do I share? I know where I'm going to share it. I know my goal is. I have my promotional calendar out. Yeah, yeah, Wendy, you're talking about all this less overwhelming and stop overthinking all this stuff. But what the heck do I share? That's what I get all the time. So let's talk really, really quickly about the four types of content that that will just help you immensely. And I want you to just 
brain dump on a piece of paper, all of the things that you can talk about, and then you're going to break this down um, deeper when you're just when you go to do your content, it'll be easier. Uh, and again, this is a full masterclass. So I'm giving you the highlights of this portion, but this part is what the full masterclass is inside my retailers inner circle. If you want to join us, the link is in the, uh, the show notes. Um, but if you don't join us or you, this isn't the right time for you, that's fine too. This is going to help you right now. So Garrett, make sure you're paying attention. Come back to me if you have been daydreaming, because this is important. What type of content do I share? So first of all, again, engaging and entertaining and interesting. These are the three things you want to ask yourself. It's not about you, my friend. We've talked about that before. If you're a regular listener, it's not about you. It's about your clients. It's about what they want. It's about put yourself in their shoes and would they find this you know, engaging, entertaining, and interesting. That's what you have to ask yourself. So the four types of content are the first type, think about it, timely, things that are happening now. So on your promotional calendar, go back and look at your promotional calendar. Told you it was going to get easy. We're looking at like, what are the things that are happening? The events that are happening in your shop, the, um, uh, things that are happening in the world, like the holidays or the big things that are happening, or again, um, pop culture things that are happening. You know, if there's a, a, I don't know, a new Harry Potter movie, I don't even, I don't follow Harry Potter, but I jokingly talk about that regularly. But you know, if there's something that your clients would like be interested in, football season or whatever, the big game in town, whatever it is that your community and your ideal customers and the people that you want to walk across the threshold, things that they would find interesting that's going on now. So what are timely things that are happening? So again, that can be, I mean, a million things, holidays, especially, but again, your events, things that are happening in your, in your store. I know it's not about you, but things that are going to be interesting to them, like we're making, you know, fall welcome Thanksgiving table things that was a really bad description of a DIY workshop, wasn't it? But we're doing, you know, this type of creative thing for Thanksgiving or whatever, something along those lines. That stuff is timely. So ask yourself, what would make sense right now? What's a timely thing that we can talk about this particular week? Again, looking back at your promotional calendar so you know. The next part is the engaging is what I call it, an engaging conversation. Things that we want them to say something back to us. So asking questions, um, this or that, you know, um, the red, the red paint or the green paint on this one. Do you like these earrings or those earrings? That type of content is engaging. You know, you're not saying buy these earrings, buy the or those earrings. You're asking them a question and they can't help but answer. But yet you're selling the earrings, right? We know that, right? <laughs> so that's what we're doing. So this is all about touch points and like touching and talking to them about things that they would like, you know, that would be interesting to them or conversational with them, right? So that's what we want to do. You know, asking questions like, who's with me or giving them a really easy call to action. So a call to action is, you know, are you listening to the podcast? Have you, are you listening to the podcast? Have you listened to the podcast? That's what I would say. That would be a question I would ask. That's a yes or a no. Like they're going to answer, give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We've all done that. So when, you know, have you been in the shop this week? Thumbs up, thumbs down. 
things like that are engaging and interesting. So ask yourself if you're at, if those questions make sense. And I like to have fun, but that's where your personality comes out. This is where your brand comes out. This is where you're not yelling at them by this and this and this and this. There's nothing worse than a Facebook or a social media post or a website where it's just buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. This is very uninteresting, right? So be consistent, be an engaging, be interesting. So we have timely, we have engaging. The third part, uh, the third type of content you can share is evergreen content. What's evergreen content? Evergreen content is content that um, it always makes sense. You can share it over and over and over again. So for me, I had a piece of, uh, for me, that sounds funny, but <laughs> for me, I had a couple of posts on how to post when I was um, running the paint by paint lines. Everybody always would ask me, what's the difference in your paint lines? What's the difference in the three paint lines? I had a blog post, I would just share the blog post. Every time anybody would email that to me, I would share that. That was an evergreen piece of content. So if you have on social media, or you have a blog post, or you have wherever your chosen place of sharing your content is, what are questions you're asked all the time? Think about that. What is a how-to you can share? What is something that's informative that would make sense now or would make sense in February or it'll make sense next year probably or maybe or hopefully, you know? What is an educational um, sharing things about your values? If you're a dog lover and, you know, um, or you if you have a local charity that you're involved with, you know, sharing a post that you can share again later that makes sense to people later, whether again, a blog post or a content of wherever this content is living, that could be reshared and still make sense, or you can send people to it if they have questions. So I'm thinking infographics work really well here. Um, anything that's educational or um, how to, it can be fun. I just think of it that way. So a lot of evergreen content. So I like to, when I'm doing my content, I like to have timely, engaging, evergreen. And then the last one is celebration. So the last type of content that you can share with your people is celebration. And what the heck is that, Wendy? <laughs> celebrate your people, share their stories, share your customer's journey, share your customer's projects, share your customers. I have uh, some clients that just like they they take pictures, you know, you ask permission to take share pictures all the time, share testimonials if you get, you know, when you get them, I know you will because you're asking, right? Share, you know, ask them for referrals, all of those kinds of like, those are clients sharing clients. This is where word of mouth comes in. And I hate word of mouth. You know, I, I say that a lot because word of mouth doesn't happen by accident. It happens by intention. So if I'm sharing a group of people sitting at my workshop, if I'm teaching a workshop and I share a picture of those people and they're all smiling and laughing and having a good time, they're going to share with their friends because they're so excited to be on your page. Or Stacey Allgood from Better Than Ever, she shares every single client, uh, well, maybe not every single client, but tons of clients holding their happy projects. Guess what? Underneath a sign that says Better Than Ever. <laughs> and, you know, she shares that picture on her page. And guess what? They all share. She does a lot of children's workshops and they all share that from one, uh, you know, 
people are just going to, they're just going to brag on their kids, right? So your client's success is exciting to other clients just like them. So ask your clients to share, you know, either with you or ask them to send you or to tag you in posts, um, in Instagram posts or to send you emails and referrals and, or, you know, referrals, testimonials, all of those things. Ask them. I love asking clients to share whatever the product is. When you wear those earrings, tag me. When you wear that dress, tag us. When you bring that new dresser home and you put it in the place, tag, you know, share it with us, share it with the world. This, you know, you can incentivize this, but if you build a culture of celebration, people will just do it. And by incentivizing that, I mean, you know, you can run contests every month and say, everybody that shares, we're going to do a door prize or a gift certificate. But honestly, if you're building a culture of celebration of your clients, they're going to get wrapped up in that too. They're going to tag you. They want you to share. They love seeing themselves shared on Instagram or Facebook or wherever your wherever your platform is they love it so those are the four types timely engaging evergreen and celebration those are the types that I've come up with that work really well yeah I made them up (laughs) those are mine that are working really well Um, they've always worked really well consistently for my clients they always work well all around so I know that we're running long today and I'm just going to recap that content doesn't have to be overwhelming we have to stop overthinking this we really have to stop overthinking just keep it simple. Ask yourself, you know, stop yelling at them. And how can I stop yelling at them and selling to them? How can I make this light and easy? It's our motto going into 2022, my friends, how can we make it light and easy? So what is your goal? Where are you going to share it? Do I have, you know, get out my promotional calendar, what's happening, ask yourself what's going on with your promotional calendar? How often should you are, am I going to post like, decide on that, give yourself some grace, do what your boundaries will allow you to. And then what type of content of those four pillars are are we going to share, or I'm going to share, it's going to make everything easy. If you brain dump a bunch of ideas right now today, if you can (laughs) just do it, you will find that it is so much easier when you're trying, you know, you're, you got a new product launch coming out. It's just so much easier to share all of these things Um, now that we've broken this down for you. So I hope you found today helpful. I hope you had an aha moment. Please, if you will, for my birthday today, I'd love if you'd leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It would be really helpful. Or just contact me and let me know. Send me an email. I love hearing about your takeaways from the podcast. That is super helpful to me as well, too. It helps me understand what content resonates with you. It helps me just know what more to share. And I like chatting with y'all. So I like chatting with you. So I hope you found this helpful. If you did, please share the podcast, maybe with another retailer. Tag me on Instagram at Wendy Batten Biz. <laughs> I sounds funny because I just told you to do that. And now I'm asking you to do it. So anyway, being kind of meta here. But anyhow, thank you, my friends for listening today. Um, have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. The beginning of November, people are getting excited. Sales are up for the most part, from what I'm talking, spending is up everywhere. Commercial or consumer spending is up. Let's go November. All right, my friends, we'll see you next week. We have another great podcast for you. Thanks for listening. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. 
I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. 